The Trudeau government's immigration policies are having a drastic impact on Canadian standard of living and the housing market. Governor General Mary Simon goes on yet another pricey international trip and Canadian taxpayers on the hook again. Another school board goes woke and put on a drag queen conference for students. Hello Canada, it's Monday, July 17th and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia. And I'm Elie Quentin-Antel. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. A report by TD Economics ranks Canada's standard of living measured by real GDP per capita far behind other developed nations due to low economic productivity. The report authored by TD Bank economist Mark Erkalau examined the factors behind Canada's economic performance and prosperity in recent years. Erkalau found that while Canada's economy has benefited from strong population growth driven by high immigration levels, it has not translated into higher living standards for Canadians. Further, the Trudeau government's high immigration levels are having an impact on rental prices across Canada. National rental prices have hit another record high according to the Rentals.ca July 2023 rent report. The average price of a rental unit reached 2042 last month, beating out the November 2022 price of 2024. One of the reasons cited behind the high spike in rent was the record growth of population due to the Trudeau government's immigration policy. The report reads, quote, Additional upward pressure on rents occurred as the population expanded at a record pace. The unemployment rate remained near a record low and home buyers became more cautious with more interest rate increases, claimed the report. The government's latest plan includes a goal to welcome 465,000 new immigrants by 2023, with the target raising to 485,000 the next year and to 500,000 by 2025. So, Ellie, the Trudeau government has pursued this aggressive immigration policy, you know, with the purported uh, outcome of bringing more workers to Canada. But as we see from reports coming out by economists, it's not really working to the benefit of Canadians on every front, including on housing. You know, we've seen some polling showing that support for immigration is dropping due to the government's very aggressive policy. Do you see this trend going forward? Well, I think it's something that we need to start talking about without the labels of racist and somewhat like that. Look, 500,000 people per year, that's a million people every two years. Where are we going to house these people? We have a housing crisis. I mean, they say we need 3.5 million new units by 2030 for housing to be affordable, but that won't be enough if we import millions and millions more people into this country. I mean, right now, refugees in Toronto are sleeping on the street. That is not how we should be welcoming people. So I do think we need to have a serious conversation about immigration because right now it's 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 too much. $2,000 a month for rent. I mean, that used to be a luxury apartment. Now it's a basic apartment. That's absurd. Governor General Mary Simon spent $71,000 on limousine services during a four-day October 2022 trip to Iceland. 
This case of exuberant spending is just the latest example of Simon billing taxpayers for her expensive and lavish trips abroad. The financial information about Simon's Iceland trip was obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation through a series of access to information requests. Receipts show $71,000 in limousine services from Icelimo Luxury Travel, a company that specializes in, quote, genuine luxury travel life experiences, crafted with flair and finesse entirely around your dreams. Photos posted online by the company show a fleet of Mercedes-Benz and Cadillac cars. The Governor General was in Iceland from October 12 to 15, 2022, for a total of 69.5 hours according to our official itinerary. The cost of the limousine services make out to be over $1,000 per hour of the trip. Simon went to Iceland to attend and speak at the Arctic Circle Assembly, a conference that aims to, quote, facilitate dialogue and build relationships to address rapid changes in the Arctic. The event took place at ARPA Conference Hall in the Icelandic capital of Reykjavik, which was 700 meters or a less than 10 minute walk from the luxury hotel board where Simon and her entourage stayed. Receipts show $115,000 was spent on hotel bookings and hotel refreshments, while another $10,000 was spent on throwing a quote, Friends of Canada reception. The CTF says the cost of the trip to Canadian taxpayers is at least $298,000. Cosmin, it's understandable that the Governor General has to travel internationally. And look, I don't expect her to fly economy or stay in budget hotels, but aren't these costs a little much? It seems like Governor Simon has some expensive pace that she likes to bill Canadian taxpayers for. Yeah, it seems like the time and time again, the governor general's office is racking up expenses that make no sense. Like these are ridiculous costs. Who pays that much for a limousine ride uh, in Iceland? She's also done it before that like this isn't the first time that her travels have been a huge cost to taxpayers. You know, she went on a week-long trip to the Middle East in March last year, which cost about $1.3 million for the entire flight, the catering, and her crew of 28 people. Reports from the time show that, like, foods served on board of the plane included beef wellington, pork tenderloin, and beef carpaccio. In addition, almost $1,000 was spent on boxed water, $500 on lemons and limes, and $100 on apple juice. These are obviously not ordinary trips. They're full of luxury and way too much waste. Yeah, for sure. And what's insane is Simon claims that the Beef Wellington is an airline style meal. And I mean, she must have flown a lot of business class if she thinks Beef Wellington is standard airplane food. Uh, I do also just want to point out a double standard. I mean, if we remember in the Harper government, Bevoda, she had to resign because she stayed at a $600 a night five-star hotel and had a $16 orange juice and a car and driver that was $1,000 per day. Here, it's $1,000 per hour, right? And that's okay. That's a double standard to me. Yes, absolutely. And there's no accountability on the side of the federal government kind of pressuring the governor general to clamp down on some of these costs. And you see it. This is just a continuing trend from Julie Payette's office because she did this as well. A Quebec school district spent over $1,600 on a drag queen conference with infamous children's drag performer Barbada de Barbade. 
Barbada is the drag personification of elementary school teacher Sebastian Potvin. He has been doing story hours for children as young as three years old since 2016, as previously reported by True North. According to Rebel News, the Centre des Services Scolaires de la Capitale, which is responsible for Quebec City schools, paid the drag artist $1,400 for a one-hour and 35-minute drag conference, $209.65 in provincial and federal sales tax, was applied to the amount, making the total $1,609.65. Rebel News attempted to find out further information about the conference, but was unsuccessful amid the school district not replying to requests for comment. True North also reached out for comment, but did not hear back in time for publication. So, I wonder how much advertising went into telling parents about this drag queen conference being put on by the school board and the school. Because you would think that if parents hear about this, there would be an outrage. So Ellie, you know, it seems like time and time again, we have to rely on journalistic sources like Rebel News to find out this information. Why aren't schools proactively releasing this or talking about this to parents? Because they know that the community simply is not on board with this. Uh, Quebecers are quite divided on Drag Queen Story Hour, and there's a lot of opposition to these type of things. And look, we know that they are political. The Quebec National Library has said that the objective of Drag Queen Story Hours is to promote gender ideology in schools. And that is the belief that gender is fluid, that there are more than two genders, that you can change genders. And people just aren't on board with that, including... In Quebec, where there's quite a strong opposition to that being used in publicly funded places. If remember, Quebec is very keen on this idea of neutrality, right? They banned teachers from wearing religious symbols and they have removed a crucifix from the National Assembly on this idea that the state is neutral. But now we're entering a new era of debate on state neutrality, and that is, should we be imposing objectionable sociological and political ideologies as political fact. And it looks like Quebecers, based on their values of secularism and neutrality, are saying no. That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.